0: And welcome to A Politically Correct's third episode. Here we are and today I'm going to be speaking about how the banking institutions should not be a business. Uh, Maybe you're already thinking that's a weird concept, but honestly, I think society nowadays is way, way too hung up on capitalism. I am pro-capitalism. I believe it's what makes the most sense. It's what has driven society to evolve so quickly, but I don't think that just because it's a great thing, we should just go all in on it. Like everything in life, even good stuff, even great stuff, or even amazing stuff, will be too much when done too often, or too too much, essentially. Like even sex, sex is literally what all humans fucking love. I mean, I've heard there's asexual people, I'm not sure how that works, but... Fuck it, let's just say 99.9% of people love the fuck. Like, that's just, that's a given. Everyone agrees on that shit. Yet, if you have sex for, oh, I don't know, 48 times in a day, every day, for a week, uh, tell me if you want to have sex after that. Because <laughs> you're not going to. Men or women, you just be like, bruh, nah, I ain't gonna have sex for like at least two weeks. Uh, maybe two weeks later you change your mind. Maybe like just a week later you change your mind. But essentially, if even sex can become, you know, bad or boring, then how can we not accept that something like capitalism, which is something that was made up by men, how can that, how is it that, oh, no, no, let's go all the way on that shit. No, no, we gotta chill. We gotta be capitalists in most stuff, but there's certain stuff that we gotta be, well, you know. Bernie Sanders style, we gotta be socialists, we gotta be socialists sometimes, only strategically where it makes sense. And two places where it definitely makes sense is in healthcare and banking. You know, I'm not going to talk about anything else, and I'm not even going to be talking about healthcare. Uh, most countries have free healthcare, uh, the US does not, I know that, but you know, at least you have a lot of jobs that provide healthcare. So it's not as bad as it could be, but yeah, it still sucks. Uh, but for, honestly, I'm in Portugal here. We have free healthcare, and most people will just do everything they can to avoid having to use it because yeah, it's free, and yeah, you do have free healthcare. But bro, if you go to the ho- to the hospital, you're just you just you better be ready to wait at least at the very least one hour. Uh, I've heard people wait, I've heard stories of people waiting at least five to six hours, like the whole night, just terrible stories, so it's, it's not a perfect system, but at least it's free, at least if you get into a car crash and your life is on the line and the, the ambulance comes in and you're saved, at least then you don't have to pay $3,000 because the ambulance went to get you, okay? that in my opinion is is, what is the best part of free healthcare not so much you know going to, to the doctor or whatever but it's more that kind of stuff where you don't ha- your your life isn't over just because you got into a car crash and you, you need an ambulance to save your life but anyway back to the banking institutions what the hell is going on why why would why is it that banks had to become pretty much the biggest business the government has or even that it's not even just the government, you also have private banking. So it's literally just like a business. It's the, it's exactly what that is, it's a business. And that's bullshit, okay? It's bullshit. First of all, it's literally mandatory to have a bank account, at least in most countries I know. Uh, I'm not one hundred percent sure about other countries, but I'm pretty certain every country you gotta have a, a bank account to you know to receive your paycheck. And when you think about it, that's bullshit. Okay, sure, it's more practical, makes things go more smoothly, etc. However, every citizen should reserve the right to request to be paid in cash. Period. You know, you're you're working for an organization, and in return, they're paying you. Why the fuck do you have to have a bank? Why? Why do you have to have a bank? It doesn't make much sense, does it? Now, the reason is because they need you to have a bank, okay? You need to be forced to have a bank. That's how it began, you know, just think about it. Bank, back when uh, there were no banks, how did they get people to use banks? Because everybody has a fucking bank account. It's one of the, the few um, businesses that you're insured that everybody needs. The only other business that your positive people need other than that is pretty much, you know, uh, funeral services or you know that kind of stuff related to death because everybody dies and just like everybody dies almost everybody is going to have to have a bank account throughout their lives and that's exactly why it makes it what what makes it such a great business when everybody needs something you don't even need to target a special demographic everybody needs what you're selling that is such a huge advantage and that's exactly what all these banking corporations have and you know, if you're just a regular guy you know, with a 100k net worth um, why don't you try to go open a bank, uh, oh yeah, yeah that's nowhere near enough, good luck opening a bank, so it's essentially one of the most profitable businesses ever and there's no way you can create a business like them to compete with them unless you're really rich and as if that wasn't enough they actually fuck it up they actually fuck up one of the easiest to run businesses. They fuck it up because they're greedy, uh, they're corrupt, they don't really give a shit, you know, they have, they have all the power in their hands, and power will always corrupt, okay? It doesn't necessarily have to corrupt every single person that exists, but, you know, take 100 people, give them power, and I'll, I'll tell you right now that at least 98 people or 97 people will be corrupted by that power, and the two or three people that didn't get corrupted with power, they are really unique individuals. I'll actually go ahead and say more of a ninety-nine to one. Okay, ninety-nine people would get um, corrupted. Corrupted with power, and maybe one person wouldn't, because it's just you have. You need to have just a next level mental fortitude for that. And since power corrupts, then every time we can we need to avoid giving too much power to one entity and that's exactly why banks shouldn't be a business if they're a business you're giving them all the power if they were only a government business then that would belong to the public completely and they would be there to serve you well at least you know theoretically maybe in practical terms it wouldn't be like that but it should be it should never be a business every citizen in the world Seeing as you're forced to have a bank account, every citizen in the world should be able to have a free bank account. Like, personally, I have a... Here in Portugal, I have a special kind of account, which is the basic services account, you can call it that. And I essentially pay 5 euros per year, and that's it. But I had to go there, and they really made it hard for me. I had to go there four different times, and they're still going to call me now to go a fifth time. They make it hard for you. That's not what they want, okay? They do not want you to just pay them 5 euros a fucking year. That's definitely not their goals. What they want is for you to take their little loan bullshit, for you to have a credit card, for you to have a little debit card. They want you to take up all their fucking services. And they are so powerful that a good financial advice is actually... uh, I'm talking about America in this case, but a good financial advice would be, you know, get a credit card don't spend money on it but get it just so that you can build up your credit score. And I mean it, it, it is it is a good advice, but it's kind of bullshit. Like you got to get a credit card even if you don't need one just so that you can build up your credit score because otherwise, you know, if you get a credit card, you won't have a good credit score. And the credit score is literally just not owing them money, you just got to pay them on time like you just if you can if you can just spend 50 bucks a a month. Then you can pay that back the 50 bucks and everything's cool. And that raises your credit score. I mean, that's crazy. I can't believe more people don't take advantage of that. But that's exactly why they do it that way. Because they know people will not take advantage of it. That's not how they advertise the credit card at all. They're like, bro, get this credit card and you can just spend money. And then you just pay us back you know, whenever you can. And of course, people, well, not whenever you can, but you know what I mean. And then people's credit score gets completely fucked and they just, they're, they're in a bad situation. And that's not what banks should be doing at all. I would even accept a reality where there would be private banks versus public banks. And the public banks would be essentially for people who wouldn't care, who just wanted to store their money freely and safely. No, that, 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 maybe that's the better reality here. Because, you know, we don't live in a perfect society. We don't. No matter what country. No country has zero percent crime rates. There's always crime because economy isn't perfect and there's too many people and people are too different. I, I don't really believe that you can have society without some crime. Simply because people only care about themselves and they're mostly selfish. So I really think it's very utopian to believe you can have a society without crime. But you can have a society with a very small amount of crime that would be the best goal to have and since that's always a thing everybody should have the right to safely store their hard earned money in a bank account without having to pay for it just like i don't have to pay for a police officer to come to my home if i get robbed it's my right as a citizen to call the police so that they come over here to my house and see what happened how the robbery went through what was taken from me etc it's part of my civil rights and the reason i have those civil rights is because people pay taxes and those taxes are used to pay the police so literally just take that logic right there and put it into banking and then you know sure you can have private banks whatever because they would have to scrap, they would have to scrap harder to get clients. They would have to offer better conditions, etc. And one very important thing is you should not bail them the fuck out. How? What kind of sense is that? They're literally a fucking business who doesn't give a shit about you. They they will only loan you money if they gain from it. They're just they're a business just like any other. Just think of any business right now. Your mechanic, uh, your grocery store your gym, where the fuck you think about. If you go there and you're like, uh, so, you know, can I get this for free? Or can I work out for free? They're not gonna say yes. They're they're a business. Like, unless you do something for them, they don't give a fuck about you, man. And what, trust me, uh, I know a little bit of marketing. When they do seem like they give a fuck, they're only doing that because they know that will make you come back. <laughs> so, in the end, it's always for their own benefit. So here we are talking about a business that only does shit for its own benefit, and yet... Banks are special because when they run out of money, when they go bankrupt, they need a bailout from the public that they've been fucking all that time. Are you serious? And everyone's just like, yeah, you're, everyone, you know, in the government, everyone's just like, yeah, here, have the bailout. I guess you fucked up. Everybody deserves a second chance. A second chance, really, at running one of the easiest businesses ever? Seriously. You get money for doing almost nothing sometimes. You loan out money and then you get paid more. How do you not profit off of that business? How do you go bankrupt? Clearly, there's corruption. Clearly, that's the reason banks need a bailout. Poor management, corruption, and just straight up not giving a fuck. And fortunately, there's something that might just... Well, not wipe them out. I don't really believe financial institutions like banks can ever be wiped out. But at least keep them in check, which is uh, cryptocurrency. The power of the people literally being um, embodied technologically. That's, in my opinion, what crypto will be. And I don't really think how people... I don't really agree how people see it. People are like, you know, Bitcoin is going to be huge, it's going to be gold... And then there's going to be one other currency, that's it. I, I don't believe in that. Personally, I predict that Bitcoin will be gold. Uh, Litecoin may be something like silver. Or something like Litecoin can be the silver, etc. And then something very important will be the tokens. I believe tokens will be a big part of it. And then you will have a cash fiat-like currency. Which will be something more like Ethereum or Cardano. Or something like that. However... I don't believe there's going to be just one currency. I believe that there will be, I mean, I don't know how many. It could be more than 10. I think more than 10 is too much. I believe it will be about six, seven cryptos that will always be, uh, you know, going around the world. Maybe a country ends up adopting a specific kind of currency, kind of like fiat money. But that's not really how I see it. I just believe that uh, each crypto that ends up surviving will have its own positioning. And they will have its own unique circumstances, and they will be used for specific case scenarios. For example, I believe tokens will be used for, as internet currency, while there will also be you know, money currency, just like there is today. But it will be something like Ethereum. And then for store of value, you'll get Bitcoin or Litecoin, etc. And yeah, that's about it. You know, something like that. Something like six, maybe seven cryptos. Maybe that's too many. Maybe it'll just be five. Uh, I just believe the future will have more than one currency essentially, but the great thing about it is that the banks will have their power stripped if finance becomes decentralized. That is exactly what us as a society need to aim to, to um, to have our finances in a completely impartial system and obviously technology can definitely play that. Um, impartial part, it's perfect for it, that's why people keep saying, you know, if you lose your uh, wallet credentials, they could buy your money, because there's nobody that can go get it from you, okay, you just lost your money to, not a robot, but to t- technology, you know, I'm trying to just simplify it, and that's awesome, that will make people more accountable for their shit. And maybe eventually there will be a, a service where, where it's like, store your Bitcoin address with us. And, you know, I would not want to be the CEO of that business because that's a lot of pressure to, like, it can't be hacked ever. In fact, if it were me, I, I would actually create a bank just for uh, crypto addresses. You would not be able to access it technologically. You have to go there, you know, physically. And that that's your backup copy. Because you know you got your, your copy at home, maybe you wrote it in the paper. Ideally, you have it in like uh, something that can survive a fire, you know, like something that's like metal or something, it's metal engraved or something like that, you know. But actually, I can actually see that service coming up, like a bank just for your crypto a- addresses. Uh, I'm kind of deviating from the topic, but to be honest, I pretty much covered what I wanted to say. Uh, that's, that's what I wanted to say. I wanted to talk about how it's bullshit that we're being forced to use banks and then banks are literally just another business, like every, uh, every other business, except when they go bankrupt, the entire country bails them out, which kind of makes you think, how can they feel motivated to run a successful business when the worst thing that can happen is be bailed out? There's no motivation in that. I mean, if it were me, I'd be like, "Okay, I'll do my best." But hey, if it doesn't work, I guess you know we'll be bailed out. It's all good. <laughs> so yeah, I'll just leave you uh, with that thought. I hope this episode has contributed to shift your mindset and the way that you think, because like I've said before, my goal here is to help people think for themselves and think differently from what they're told, to question what they're being told, not just accept whatever information is currently in the world don't just be born into the world and accept the context you've been given try to understand it try to learn it. see if it makes sense and see if you can change it if you can't at least learn how to take advantage of it for your own benefit because the system is pretty much designed against most of us thank you very much for listening to a politically correct i will catch you in the next episode